0: Thanks for listening to the Woodward Podcast Network. Check out more shows by searching for us on Spreaker or wherever you catch your podcasts. The Woodward Podcast Network with Krupka Dental Associates. Hello, this is Dr. John Krupka from Krupka Dental. We now have the Soleil Laser. You can have your fillings done without needles nor drills. We are a full service dental office and always accepting new patients. To learn more about me and my friendly team, visit krupkadental.com.
1: Every year, someone comes out of this looking like a donkey.
2: Can you hear me?
1: Yeah. Good, because tomorrow I got a feeling it could be you if you don't make this deal. Live from the Fast Sign studio.
2: Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside.
1: It's the show with Leo and Balky.
2: I think I can sum up the show for you with one word. Nothing. By some divine miracle, we were paired up. You got that
0: idiot at the coffee shop to lie for it? Did you just call me a freak? Uh,
3: do you have anything else?
0: How about a Prescott? For God's sakes, just give me the damn number! Lighten up, Francis.
1: Call now at 920-281-1570 or 866-653-1570 if you want to join the program.
2: And I'll tell you something else. This is the show,
1: and we're not going to change it. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's do this thing. Here they are. It's Leo and Balky.
3: Hello, Score Squad. Welcome to the show with Leo and Balky. It is brought to you by Fast Signs of Appleton. See all of its products at fastsigns.com. Follow it on Facebook and Instagram by searching Fast Signs Appleton. Make your statement with the help of Fast Signs Appleton. Hit us up on the Cease Electronics Talk and Tech Studio line now. 920 281 1570 or 866 653 1570. Email the show at the scores email inbox at the scorewi.com and simply click email the student studio. I got breaking news, Leo. Breaking news is brought to you by Northside and Kruger's True Value Hardware. Here's Walt Walnut. According to Tom Silverstein from the Milwaukee
0: Journal Sentinel, the Green Bay Packers have opened up a 21-day practice window on their tight end Luke Musgrave, which he indicates is a good sign they expect him to play. Silverstein reporting that the Packers won't see him this week, but Minnesota could be a possibility. That is your breaking news brought to you by Northside and Kruger's True Value Hardware. Remember, when your Toro snowblower breaks, your Toro lawnmower breaks, news breaks. All your hopes that Luke Musgrave might not play for the remainder of the season. Break Northside side of Kruger's 2 Value Hardware fixes it. That's your breaking news. I'm Walt Walnut. Back to you, Mr. Kuyper, Jr. Thanks, Walt.
3: Chat with you tomorrow, my friend. Bulky and I in the Fast 9 studios today. No Alex Thomas, but he will join us for the Appleton Trophy Fantasy Football Show at 3 p.m. Get your questions ready for that. Bulky, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, there is a Christmas gift sitting in front of you from one B. There is not. Oh, you got rid of it already? I didn't see it. at. Uh, I, I've seen nothing in here. Oh, it's behind you by your oh. chair over there. Oh, so, that's for me? That's for you, my oh, friend. Oh, I told BJ not to get me anything. Well, I told him not to get me anything either, but he does, doesn't listen. And Alex got uh, one of these too, whatever it is. So uh, I thought, why don't we have Alex come in at the top of the second hour and we'll open these on the air? It's not like a plan. No, I do not think we have time for that. Nor do I think the listeners
0: care. Well, they frankly. care.
3: Yeah, I don't think they do. Well, oh, they care. Trust me when I say <laughs> it'll take they three do not. seconds. All right, text us right now. Do you want to know what BJ the Great got us for Christmas? Otherwise, I'm just going to take it home and open it. All right, how about this? You can you can kibosh this one too. I had an idea this morning. I talked with Scuba. We have uh, a plethora of uh, gift cards still available to give away from scubas by the end of the year, and I thought, hey, why don't we have a, a, a little uh, awards banquet next Friday on this show, and let's give away some scubas gift cards to our top texter of the year and our top caller of the year. We'll have a ceremony. Uh, that's fine, but I am not putting in the legwork in I'll trying to I'll do it all. Out. Okay. I'll do it all. I mean, I'll bounce it off you just so you can, like like the well, the, the four finalists for each category. And then Alex and I will uh, will vote on it, and then uh, we'll award those next uh, Friday. That would be the 29th. That's the last show of the year. So you still have time to be one of our top callers and one of our top texters. I mean, let's put it this way. We, we do have uh, some people in mind already that have uh, support this program all year round. So there you have it. Anything else you want to get to? Before- Are you sick today? You I sound just, a little I, sick. I've had this thing going all week. That's why I didn't uh, meet you guys out the other night. I was a little... Oh, that's why. Yeah. Okay. I was a little under the
0: <laughs> weather a little There's bit.
3: a reason you don't get an invite for me uh, Sunday well, Marty, through Thursday. Mar- Marty K. Marty K. invited me. Yeah, like, I understand. Not you. But
0: I knew when I got the invite, I knew. I'm like, there is a 0.0. There's a non-zero chance of anything, except yeah.
3: for Leo showing up somewhere on a school night. Well, yeah, but that just... Uh compounded the problem when I was a little it had couchier. it had
0: no, your sickness had no bearing on you not coming yeah probably not you know me too well <laughs> don't you I mean, it's just
3: so it's it, it, and it's fine like but I mean there's I knew there was no shot Danny B already checking out on the cease electronics talking text toity line I need to know what the present is and Connor let's hear what BJ degreat gave you for Christmas so t- two people already want to know the yeah. listeners want to yeah I really I mean, th- that's
0: fine. If 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 people really want us to dedicate time when we could be talking sports to let everybody know what BJ got us for Christmas then then we'll do it. We I have guess.
3: some silly listeners out there, trust me.
0: Makes no sense. By the way, this is the vocal minority here too. <laughs> I would be willing to to bet if we put this up uh, on a well, we can't put it up on a scoreboard. We don't we'll have be, time for that. Well, we we would, but we wouldn't do it because people would just vote for like oh yeah i want to hear how it is even like when when we're actually doing it they'll be like god i can't believe these guys are doing that guarantee you this there's no way pat wants to hear it
3: yeah that's true but i don't think pat listens to us anymore i don't know pat you never know pat gave us the sign off that last time when we were i don't know what we were doing i'd have to scroll down all the all the text messages that we get it's <laughs> a lot of them pat but pat will do that from time to time where pat will listen and then won't oh, say anything i and just all found sudden- it i hate this show forever <laughs> <laughs> and that was on December 5th. Hey, that was almost the name for this show. <laughs> I
0: want a hamburger. No, cheese. I want a hot dog.
3: I want a milkshake. I want potato get Nothing like it. Here's what's on the menu. The sports menu. One more day to get the big ol' burger from Tanner's Grill and Bar West. It's, uh, it's a big, giant burger on a pretzel bun. It has... Uh, Obviously, cheese. I won't get into it today. I don't. I know. Dice shaking, Lamar. Let's see if I can find some different music. Here. He's he's, gotta he's got to <laughs> work. All right, I know what you're. I know what you're up to over there, and I gotta tell you, I like it. But this is gonna keep running, so you won't be able to, unless you can play it over this. There are ways to do it. Anyway, it's got a, a big old burger on a pretzel bun with horseradish, cream, lettuce, tomato, gouda, crispy onions, and a nice drizzle of sriracha, and don't forget. All right, you gonna play it now? <laughs> Just keep going, and don't forget on New Year's Day, Monday, January first, we're gonna, gonna need be- to hear about this burger again. I'm gonna tell you that right All now. All right, let's 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 go back. What's going here. on on New Year's Day? Do that. New first. Year's Day, we are gonna have, go to brunch at Tanner's Grill and Bar West to celebrate the new year, and uh, you need to get a. They recommend a reservation for that. Now back to the burger. <laughs> What we, is it called again? Just it's called the big burger. It's called the big old burger. The big old burger. Big old burger. Cooked to your liking on a pretzel bun. It's got some hot horseradish cream on it. Some it's lettuce. Not what I was hoping for. Tomato, gouda, crispy onions, and a nice drizzle. Let's see if I can find something better. Yeah, I thought you were gonna have it like. Dun, 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 dun. This gonna, is not not uh, what I'm looking for at all. Find some like seductive music. Yes, that's what I'm looking for. Type in seductive. Do you know how to spell that? Yes, I do. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's a little better. <laughs> <Bon-chicka-bon-bon-bon>. Crispy onions. <laughs> and a nice, <laughs> nice drizzle. Will drizzle. Some <laughs> all right, I, this is dumb. I, I here's, what we're gonna, here's what I'm going to do, <laughs> and I
0: should have done this before I came in. What I should have done is researched and found the perfect track. I will find the perfect track. I will get back to it tomorrow, and we'll try to well, find something or for hour two because we'll go back to. Two I, I won't next. have time because right. uh, th- we went through three of them right now, and they all sucked. So we're right. we're gonna improve right. the show right now. Are we done with the menu? By the way, uh, no, I didn't okay, tell finish, finish well,
3: it up. Uh, we have Bucket Up Eurostep Podcast, so it's Eurostep Podcast Network. Ty Windish will join us 1265 today. More from Devondre Campbell. We're getting golden with Brewtown Andy. We'll talk some Marquette basketball. Score poll coming up. Football daily. Everything's bigger in Texas. And then tailgate talk with Richard Nemeth from Nemeth Southside Market. And we'll play craft beer or indie band. Did I win last week? I think I lost last week. Uh, I believe that's correct, but I I could be wrong. I had a two-game winning streak, which was broken last week. Yeah, it was a huge comeback. But right now, ladies and gentlemen, always love to welcome this guest in for Bucket Up, the Eurostep Podcast, host from the Eurostep Podcast Network, Mr. Ty Windish. Hi, Ty. How are you, man?
2: I'm doing well. Excited. I'm in the holiday spirit. I'm Holly. I'm Jolly. Just heard Giannis is probable versus questionable for tonight. So what's what's not to be happy about today?
3: Well, I'm not real happy with the lack of pick and rolls. We're not seeing from uh, Giannis and uh, Dame Lillard. Can you tell us why we haven't seen more pick and rolls?
2: Yeah, I think it's, uh, I would like to see some more too. So I'll, I'll start there. I, I don't disagree with that notion at all. I think some people are maybe overblowing it a bit. And I want to shout out because we always, you know, are the first to complain at, at GSPN or I think really just Wisconsin sports people in general when national media gets it wrong rob mahoney at the ringer had an article this week that i thought was very fair and smart look at the bucks offense but they haven't done it a lot um for a few reasons Giannis and dame stagger their minutes or adrian griffin staggers their minutes i should say so you know they play without each other a fair bit obviously you can't do it then and when they're on the court i think that one of the things the bucks realized is Dame and Brooke Lopez have excellent pick-and-roll chemistry. And when Dame and Giannis run their pick-and-roll, it gets a little hard on where to place Brooke Lopez because if you keep him out on the perimeter above the break, teams kind of just will gladly funnel shots to him. And Brooke is a good shooter, but obviously if you know the defense can pick between Dame or Giannis coming out of a pick-and-roll or sending some extra help to that and then funneling you know, a catch-and-shoot look to Brooke Lopez – They'll probably roll the dice on Brook and feel pretty good about their chances, you know. And also, if you put Brooke down low in the dunker spot or maybe in the corner, then um, the his help defender may be even closer if he's in the dunker spot. And if it's a miss on the shot or a turnover, it's going to be really hard to get him back in time in transition defense. So, I think what they've realized is it's a very effective play. That the, the Damian's pick and roll is very effective. It's probably best when the Bucks play small and it's just all dangerous perimeter players, shooters around. I think Bobby Portis finding his shot could help lead to some more of those looks. Also Jay Crowder coming back and enabling more like Crowder at the four, Giannis at the five lineups, I would imagine would result in more of those looks too that we just have not seen as much due to that long-term injury. Uh, So we'll see how it develops. I think they should run more. Uh, But they've also, I mean, they've been an electric offense these last couple of weeks. It's not like they're having any problems scoring. I think they should run it more and make sure they have it really down pat by playoff time. But, you know, they've got about three, four months until then. So there's plenty of time to get some more reps in with it.
0: Ty Windis joining us from the Eurostep podcast. Uh, You know, Bobby Portis was talking about this the other night after the game, after the Spurs game. Milwaukee has the third best record in the NBA right now. And according to Portis, they're playing the long game with developing their defense and getting it ready. You said, you know, this is one of the benefits of the NBA. You have an 82-game regular season schedule. You can play the long game to try to get things right. Ty, from what you've seen, what still needs to be cleaned up on defense that the Bucs are still working on that they, quite frankly, have not perfected yet?
2: I mean, honestly, I think number one is rebounding at this point. Um, I, I think their defensive coverages, it's just continuing to run them all. I think they clearly have a much better grasp on what they're doing than they did uh, a month ago. You know, uh, have we have we gotten to two months now? I think we probably have two months ago, one to two months ago. Um, You know, I I think there's way, way less, we'll say, broken possessions. That's not to say they have been a great defensive team, uh, obviously. But I, I think their players are in the right spots. I think they just have players who are going to get beat time to time defensively. So um, I think there are some things they could clean up, but you know, when Bobby Portis traps, when Brooke Lopez drops, when they're out there and they're switching, it feels like they're getting a lot closer. So I think that progression is good. I think what they need to do is focus more on their rebounding because every time I see the Bucks have a truly bad defensive game, it seems to me it's either because they give up a lot of offensive rebounds to the opposing team, or they let them leak out and transition. I think they've improved the transition a bit. It's still not great. I think there's certainly less just uncontested dunks on transition and semi-transition these days. But the rebounding is where I really need to see them tighten up. And it really, it's, it's all the basics. It's all any high school coach or player could point out times when someone doesn't box out and a guard or a wing comes through for the rebound or you know, if Brooke Lopez helps and the the ball handler is able to get the ball over to the big, you know, that that's an issue, too. Or, you know, if he helps and then the offensive rebound comes out, the big has a putback. So that's just, you know, someone needs to rotate over and put a body on that guy and then boxing out generally better. And sometimes the really frustrating ones are there's a couple bucks and it seems like they maybe each think the other one's going to grab it. And the ball is ready to bounce, and then someone else can can come get it from the other team. So I think the fundamentals of their rebounding and just effort, that's an effort thing too, need to improve. But I think in some of the more serious games we've seen them play, we have seen those things cleaned up. So it's not that I don't think this team can do it. It's that I think they need to do it more often and just be more cognizant of that.
3: Okay, Ty, let's talk about your all-time Bucks starting five. Now, Bulky Ooh. and I, I think of we, we played this game on this show before and uh, there's one name you left off that I was kind of surprised: Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Not on okay. your all-time Bucks starting five. Can you can you explain so, that? Go get him, Ty. <laughs> I can
2: because this wasn't my Bucks all-time starting five. What was it? So this was the the pr- the initial prompt was if you could take one player from franchise history and drop them onto the current team. So I picked Ray Allen and said Sidney Moncrief was my number two because the Bucks current team. I think that level of perimeter player, no disrespect to Malik Beasley, but you drop them in his spot. I think this ah. team is over the edge. I think if you want more defense, of course, Sid is your best option. I, I take Rakes. I think he's a, a good enough defender. And offensively, that team is just ludicrous. It's bonkers. So And Moncrief it, it was, was a pretty about, good
0: offensive player, too.
2: Well, yeah, for sure. 100%. Yeah. Yes. Um You know, Ray. I think probably just more suited for the modern game, but Sydney was was no slouch at all either. Um, But so the reason I don't pick Kareem is just, you know, you've still got Brook Lopez on this team, and maybe you replace Brook with him. You certainly could do that. But I've always like the Kareem Giannis fit. You know, it would obviously be two game wrecking players, and and you really can't get enough of those. But just space in the floor and what's best for both of those guys. You know, that's it's not the cleanest fit four or five. So. You know, maybe on my all-time Buck starting five, I who probably would, have to. You know, who would, to that, who would that be? Time. Time. Come on,
0: let's do it right yeah, now. Yeah, this all is t- fun. all-time Buck starting five.
2: Is it too? Is it too much to put Dame there already? I think you almost have to. Well, we're gonna talk
0: about that in a second, but let's put Lillard <laughs> there.
2: But well, I'll, I'll say Dame, Giannis at the four. I'll just I'll do Dame, Kareem and Giannis at the four or five. I'm sorry, Brooke. and then <laughs> it probably the other two guys I talked about, Ray and Sidney. Oh, come on. Marcus then- Johnson.
3: Get Marcus Johnson on this team. My favorite buck uh, of all time.
2: I uh, he's my sixth man. I love Marcus Johnson. That's the thing. Someone I'm fine on, with leaving someone Marcus Johnson the X Johnson machine off. was killing oh, me without was... putting Marcus, and they were, like, oh, trying man. to tell me. And I'm like, I know Marcus's game. I love Marcus. Again, market, they, the Bucks have had a lot of players who are dominant, dominant forces, but maybe not necessarily the best three-point shooters. So maybe I'm too cognizant of that, but I think Ray Allen and Sidney and Moncrief for great players, too, and I think the synergy of that team is pretty outstanding.
0: But we need to do, like, a total... Like a tie takeover, Leo, and just do a, an entire like. Let's formulate the greatest fifteen players that that would be on the best Ooh. Bucks team. You know what I mean? Yeah, we'll go fifteen is. deep. We'll do coaches. We'll do, coaches. We'll, do we'll do assistant coaches. We'll do mascots. We'll do it all. Oh, I love
2: it. <laughs> Ty, that,
0: that, I that's love it, my too. kind of stuff, I'm right in. there.
2: You've, you let me know when and where. Well, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll
0: let you know. Uh, Ty windish from the Eurostep Podcast at Eurostep Podcast at T I W I N D I S C H. Ty Windish on the X machine. Um, Leo and I were talking about this yesterday regarding Damian Lillard. Uh, if he retired right now, we never get to see him in a uniform again in the NBA. Is he a Hall of Famer?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think for sure. Um, because the Basketball Hall of Fame is easier, and I think that that matters. But uh, the point club he's in, he's already on the NBA All-75, which honestly I think uh, all the active players who made that are, are most likely going to end up in the Hall of Fame. Um, and I think uh, he also has some international. I believe he's got a gold medal, too. I can get fact check on that. But they they count those as well because it's the Basketball Hall of Fame. Uh, so I think, yeah, what he's done is he Portland's all-time leading scorer. I want to say he is. Uh, I think 20,000 points, all the accolades he's achieved in his career, uh, even without the postseason success, one conference finals trip, uh, I think he probably would make it, yes.
3: All right, let's go on to uh,
0: Orlando. And, and by the way, Ty, thank you for being correct
2: in that take as well. <laughs> we appreciate well, it. Well, it's boring. I feel bad because it's like no, no, almost always yes here, with here, the Basketball Hall of Fame.
0: Well, okay, that now that is true because it seems like they pump in, you know, like uh, the better part of a dozen people every single year. And it's not yeah. – but the other thing to keep in mind too, there's no NBA Hall of Fame. This is just the Basketball Hall of Fame. So they have from all walks of life, you know – Europe and and women's basketball and and everything, like, is is included in that. So maybe that's why it's easier to get in. And and I think
2: it hurts some NBA guys because you look at, I mean, Tony Kukoc is in, Marcus Johnson isn't in. And I think, you know, you look at what they did in the NBA, I think one player should clearly be in. It's not the one who's actually in. No offense to Kukoc, but some of the international guys who did a lot for their countries and, and the game internationally, which is a big deal, uh, they probably have an edge over some strictly American players, even if they had fantastic basketball careers.
0: I don't know if Tony Kukoc's mom would put Tony Kukoc in <laughs> in their all-time Bucks starting five over Marcus Johnson. No, no, no. <laughs> no. no. The Tony Kukoc era was kind of like it, it's easily forgettable in Milwaukee. You know what I mean? He's one of yeah. those guys you think about like, oh yeah, he played for the Bucks for a little while, didn't he? There's a lot of those guys in the nineties in the early two thousands. There
2: are a ton of those guys from many, many eras, I think. Um but yeah, it's a, it's a fun piece of trivia, I guess.
3: They always picked up the uh the kind of washed up center every who, single year. Who is, Moses Malone at the end of his career. Who
0: was the one guy he was kind I think he went to Villanova. He was kind of a triple double threat. He was a um, a a good player on the Bucks. It was it was kind of, he was kind of past his prime a little bit. He only played in Milwaukee for like two or three years. Triple double type threat, pretty decent score. Is this ringing any what bells? What era? What era? Probably like early two thousand. Well, it wasn't early two thousands.
2: I think it was before. It, it wasn't Salmons, was it? Who? Salmons. Yeah, John Salmons. That's John who I'm thinking Sammons. of. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Oh
0: God, that that's why Ty is the best. Oh, he is John Salmons. Oh, I forgot. Like, and I remember when they got him in a trade or they signed him or something like, all he, right, he just blew up, got a playmaker, got here. him in the yep. playoffs. Yeah. Yeah.
2: He had- he, the, so I did in 2015, when I was a blogger, I did the 50 greatest bucks of all time article. And at that time, pre Giannis and Chris doing anything, you know, the top 10 or so, a, a, you know, some great players, some really great all time NBA players, but going to 50 deep for a team that, you know, has had a couple of great eras and then some very not deep eras. I mean, we're, we're talking like Mo Williams had a spot on that list. Like, <laughs> um, you know, the quality of that list has increased dramatically in the eight years since I wrote it. I'll put it that way.
0: We're, was, uh, we're falling out a rabbit hole here. We've got to scrape ourselves up. <laughs> yeah. TJ Ford, Mo Williams, were they in the same backcourt together briefly? Or oh, or am I mixing uh, up my, like, Was was Williams gone by the time Ford got there? I say, thought it would
2: have been the other way. Or,
0: yeah, yeah. Wait, but was Ford gone by the time Williams got there?
2: He might have still been there. I don't know if his role was as prominent, though. All
0: right, we're going to do two shows with Ty now. <laughs> we're
3: going to
0: do four hours. <laughs> we're just <laughs> going to book you a non- whole week. nonstop.
3: It's, it's Bucks week with Ty Windish here on the score. <laughs> I'm in. This uh, isn't your older brother's Orlando Magic. Why are the Bucks going to have their hands full tonight?
2: Because uh, Orlando is a really feisty defensive team. Uh, and I think this maybe works against the Bucks they're in a little bit of a slide lately, too. They've had some injuries. I know Markel Fultz, their um, pretty dynamic defensive point guard has missed some time, so uh, this is you know, not a must-win, but Orlando certainly really wants to break out of this skid that they're in um, and kind of prove, I think, that they are legit after they feel like they proved that, and then I want to say probably three straight or three of their last four games have been losses for Orlando. Uh, obviously, the Bucks on their end coming in looking for a little revenge. I think the Pacers are the only team they've lost to twice this year, and Damian Lillard didn't play in one of those games. Looks like Damian Giannis and everyone except Crowder will be available for tonight's game. Um, but the the magic play a strong game of defense and they swarm the ball. They play hard. They're a young team. They have a little bit of age sprinkled in there with uh, Joe Ingles, of course, old friend, but uh, they are a young high flying team. So I think it's going to be another one where, you know, Ken Milwaukee, keep them in the half court on offense. I think that's going to be big. Orlando's offense, not great. The Bucks should be able to match up well, but, you don't want to get in a track meet. You got to take care of the ball against really strong defensive personnel like Jalen Suggs, Jonathan Isaac for Orlando. Um, certainly a winnable game, but it's one where you certainly you have to go beat the Magic. Now this is not one where like this Spurs game we had uh, the other night where you build up a quick lead by trying and then you can just coast. We need to see more of a Pacers-like effort, maybe not as extreme. But uh, tonight, for the Bucks to win this one.
0: Yeah, and it's going to be a fun one. A great test to see if the Bucks can make it 15 in a row at home tonight. Ty Windish on the X Machine at Ty Windish. Check out the Euro, Euro Podcast anywhere you get podcasts, including the scorewi.com from the Eurostep Podcast Network. Ty, enjoy the game tonight. Thanks so much uh, for hopping aboard. And uh, happy holidays to you. We'll do this again next
2: week. Happy holidays to you and everyone listening as well. Thanks so much. Talk to you all next week.
0: That's Ty Windish, ladies and gentlemen, from the Eurostep Podcast Network. He's the co-host of the Eurostep podcast. Guests on the score are brought to you by Fleet Farm. Visit FleetFarm.com, Fleet Farm, built for real life. We're going to have uh, pregame coverage of the Bucks and Magic tonight at 6.30 on 103.5, 106.3 WHBY. The 16-10 and 10 Orlando Magic coming into the serve tonight to take on the 20-7 Milwaukee Bucks. Total open up at 238. It remains, uh, excuse me, it fell to 237 and a half, and it is back up to 238 right now. Leo, go ahead and guess that
3: 238. Uh, you just
0: heard from Ty that um, that Kumpo uh, is actually uh, probable, upgraded from questionable, good. which All is right. where he was last night.
3: Then let's uh, go with about bucks by eight in this one. Bucks by eight? Sure, why not? And I hear, I hear the. Uh, Oh, here it is. Leo was right. Hey! Leo was
2: one hundred percent right.
0: The Bucks open up as eight and a half point favorites. It got up to nine, back down to eight and a half, and now back up to nine again. So uh the Bucks, nine point favorites, and we'll have it here All right. on the score. I'm taking a Go shot. Go ahead and take a shot here. Oof, that was rough. Leo sucks. Oh. And I might as well take over his job. Bend the knees, Leo. Hey! Did you hit that one? I missed it.
3: To tell, all I right, said, we'll say you I, made it. Leo I saw it right. swish, but, Leo yeah. was one of those where they, right. they hit
0: the bottom of the net, you could never tell. Yeah, I mean, you can see how the net moved on that one, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, happy birthday to a legend of whose music I was never a fan of, but Frank Zappa was born on this date back ah, in 1940. multi instrumentalist, producer, composer, recorded with the Mothers of Invention and Solo. 1969 album, Hot Rats, number 74, uh, number 74. 1974 album, Apostrophe, featuring this song, Don't Eat the Yellow Snow. Great advice that I've got from my <laughs> uncle way back in the day. His first band, The Blackouts, recorded one of the first concept albums, Freak Out, Zappa Died of Prostate Cancer. December fourth, nineteen ninety-three. So he's actually been gone. My God,
3: thirty years—quite a long time.
0: Uh, born on this date back in nineteen forty. Happy birthday. Rest in peace to one Frank Quaranius Zappa. Quirrenius again. Man. No That's- obstacles, no incidents in all major highways between Fond du Lac and Green Bay. That is your Hurling Clark Law Firm traffic
3: update. Coming up next on twelve sixty-five today. More from Devondre Campbell. That's next on the show. And she said, oh, oh, dude, with a tear in.
0: Watch out where the Huskies go. Don't you eat that yellow snow. Hey, Score Squad, big news here from your neighborhood, uh, friendly neighborhood, Bulkman. Woodward's next big deals auction is no longer next. It's coming up and going on right now with Fox Valley Pool and Spa. On the auction block is a Sundance Splash Series six person Berkeley hot tub valued at $9,500. Top bid right now? You could be saving a ton on this when you go to thescorewy.com and bid on it right now. Bid and get this perfect holiday gift for a fraction of the cost. Online bidding going on now until 6 p.m. tonight. So you got about four and a half hours roughly to get those bids in. Head to thescorewy.com and click on the Big Deals uh, logo for more. Is it really a logo or is it just an icon? I don't know. But click on where it says Big Deals for more information.
3: We're just getting started. Nothing stops this train. Nothing. Hey, Score Squad, gather all your friends. Head over to Game Time Sports Bar for Thursday night. Football excitement. Plenty of great food. Delicious food at that. And drinks. They'll also have the Milwaukee basketball professional team on. And then uh, Christmas Eve, obviously the green and gold is uh, well, going to be are, a- You are nailing these today. I'm just going through these. Uh, no, but I mean you're you're, the, you're dancing
0: around what you can't say.
3: Oh, Excellent work. I'll give you, you another one actually. All that. right. So the green and gold on Christmas Eve. Oh, that's another one. All right. I love it. Uh, they'll be open for breakfast. Breakfast. And the green and gold game until 4 p.m. And then they're going to pack you guys out of there so you can go home and hang out with your families. Or maybe you bring your family. <laughs> I knew I'd get a buzzer on that one. I just knew it. Game time sports bar, 2836 Fond du Lac Road in Oshkosh. I shouldn't say it. I mean, like, I love
0: my family. I think it comes off as that I don't like my family, which, by the way, uh, OddsMaker
3: is is healing right now. Oh,
0: Thank goodness. De- dealing dealing with he's got some
3: medicine now but I saw him on Facebook I'm, I'm last not, night face down out cold. Yeah, I he took, missed the school I, I took
0: that picture his, his school Christmas service, yeah. Oh, Two on. years in a row he was sick for it. Don't Leo, he was so, he's got he's got a fever. I don't even know if I should say this on the air but I will. He was hallucinating last night.
3: Does that ever happen to you when it you were Never gay? happened to me before. Oh, but
0: it- but we looked it up on the internet which as Zabe said, was open late last <laughs> night, and and we found uh, we found some stuff on there that matched up to, to what he had. But yeah, it was it was like a bad dream, fever dream, hallucination.
3: It was wild, and then all of a sudden it was over. I like guess just it was one of the weirdest things. Scared the heck out of me. I've talked to people that have had the same dream I had when I was sick as a kid. Really, I always had boulders falling on me. I've I've had that before. It's so weird. That I, um, when, when you're but, only but when not you're when sick. I was sick. Yeah, I've oh. had it when I wasn't sick. His last
0: night was he was freaked out and I still I you know, he can not you know, he doesn't remember any of it, but he said he was freaked out because me, OMG, excuse me. Mrs. Factcher could be upset. Um my um uh, um Mrs. Balky, him and Mrs. Balky, oddsmaker, OMG, and me were in our house. But he kept complaining, and he was so freaked out about all these other houses that were empty that didn't have any people in them, just, like, crying and just freaking out about it. And then, you know, we got to kind of calm down, and then I said, you want some ice in your water? He has this water bottle he brings to bed, and he likes ice in So I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll go put some ice in it." So I come back in there. It's like 1 in the morning or something. Or maybe it was 10 at night. I can't remember. Um and uh, I said, okay, well, here you go. And Mrs. Balky's like, yeah, he's just talking about all these different realms of existence right now. Like he doesn't even understand the only the the realm he's living in right now. He's talking about realms and and empty houses and wow, it was he was upset. It was wild, man.
3: That's crazy. Very very trippy. Well, hope he gets better. Yeah, for Christmas for he, sure. He's on the mend for sure. Good, good, good to hear.
1: 65 today is brought to you by Instaprint Plus. Order today, pick it up tomorrow. For more information, go to instaprintplus.com.
3: Happy holidays, Hannah. Oh, thanks for my ball back there, my friend. Where did that ball end up? I got On the, the floor. I got the other one. It's it scooted back here by the big check. Fantastic. Devondre Campbell. Yeah, I see. He's chatting again. Okay, but he's, he's he
0: said with reporters yesterday because they obviously wanted to ask him about that X he posted early on Wednesday morning. Um, So Devondre Campbell, this is Ryan Wood. I'm checking out his Twitter feed. Uh, He spoke for about a minute and a half before the Packers closed their locker room for, so the media had to leave because they were having player meetings about the tweet. He said, I'm not answering no questions about nothing that happened on the internet. If you want to talk about the Carolina Panthers, we can't. Uh, he said, we're trying to win out. That's the only thing that's on our mind right now. Uh, Matt LaFleur said yesterday or two, day, two days ago. No, yesterday. <laughs> it's blurring together Here for day. me. Are you hallucinating? Matt, yeah, I might be. Matt LaFleur um, said that they were going to give him the week to get his body right, and then Devondre Campbell was asked about that. He said, quote, I appreciate Matt for sure. That's my guy. I've known him for a while, so I definitely appreciate him. Um Let's see here. Then this is the conversation that he had with reporters. Question, is the group all, all together entering this Panthers game? Campbell, we're making strides right now. It's Wednesday. We like the game plan, so we'll see where we go from here. Are the issues fixed? We're talking about it, so we'll see if they're fixed. What stood out on film review? Same thing Matt LaFleur said right here, Leo. Mm-hmm. It's just communication. That's it. If everybody on the same page, a lot of the mistakes that happen don't happen. Okay, easy (laughs) follow-up. Is lack of communication a coaching issue? First word, no. It ain't about us knowing what to do. We knew what to do. It's just about everybody on the field talking and being on the same page. These are all the things that you want to hear if you're a Packers fan and are rooting for the Packers to do well. These are all the things you don't want to hear if you are an anti-Joe Barry person and want Joe Barry gone because it certainly seems that this is more than just caping up for for Joe Barry. Yeah, It makes it seem like the players are behind him, Lafleur is behind him. Now, there's other reports out there saying that maybe it's not so rosy among the assistant defensive coaches and, and some of the defensive players. But no one's
3: going to come forward. Nobody's going to come forward and no. say that,
0: no. So that's what we have on Devondre Campbell, the latest there today. I don't really know what to make of it. Um, Could have just been. Now, where do you. Where do you... Well, what about playing through injuries? He said he wasn't going to do it anymore. And he's on the injury report and didn't practice today. <laughs> so <laughs> so there you go. I don't think he practiced yesterday either. Um, what do you. How do you feel. Or And it's fine if you don't have a feeling on this. I'm sort of that way about it. How do you feel about him posting this on X, but then nobody can ask him about it? That's kind of a double standard.
3: If you're going to post stuff, yeah, be prepared to talk about it. But it is his social media. He can do whatever he wants with it. I know, but everyone's going to see it. He's an NFL player, one of the probably more popular Green Bay Packer defenders, I would think. It's the thing that Drew Olsen
0: always said Aaron Rodgers did, where he would – he would kick over the gasoline in the barn, and he'd light the fire, and then he'd say, "Why are all these fire trucks here? What's what's going exactly. on?" Exactly, <laughs> you know. It's a good analogy. And and Cam was sort of the same way. I mean, like if you're going to post stuff like that, you got to be expect to be asked about it. And he just said, "No, don't." Remember ask me that about
3: one it. time when you reprimanded me and said, "Quit posting stuff." I did. Oh, well, like last year, you did what just, were you posting? Just negative stuff about the Green. Yeah, don't. Packers. Yeah, you don't need. I it. haven't done it all year. is my, my point. Excellent.
0: There's enough like. Twitter, you got through to me. So, I mean, X is like, Armin Sarian was saying this this morning on Zabin Butch, is um, you can't have an intelligent discourse on on X because it's all trolls. It's all people who hate their own lives or dislike their own lives. They try to make everybody else feel bad about theirs. (laughs) I mean, that's what it is. But if you actually talk to reporters about this, you know, the reporters can frame this in a way like, okay, this is what he said he meant rather than just letting everybody else guess who they is, which is currently where we're at on that. Unfortunate, but listen, he he posted it. He decided to, to not talk about it, and that's where we're at.
3: Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see when they're on the field on Sunday, Eric. Yes, we will. Happy birthday to Carl Dean Wilson. Quirinius Wilson. Carl
0: Quirinius Wilson from the the Beach Boys, one of the co-founders of the Beach Boys, American musician, singer, songwriter, record producer. He performed uh, lead vocals on numerous Beach Boys hits, including God Only Knows and this one, which came out in 1966, called Good Vibrations. Passed away February of 1998 after a long battle with lung
3: cancer. Happy birthday. Rest in peace to Carl Wilson from the Beach Boys. Coming up next on the show, it's Brewtown Andy. We're getting golden with Brewtown Andy. That's next.
0: With the FreeScore mobile app powered by Settlers Best Credit Union, get notifications of local sports scores, state sports news, and more sent directly to your mobile device.
3: Download today in
0: the App Store and Google Play.
3: Well, the big hand is on nine, and the little hand is on the donkey. (laughs) Well... We're getting golden with Brewtown Andy, Anonymous Eagle, Managing Editor, Andy Fleck, now joining us. I put a well in there for you, Eric. I noticed. <laughs> Z-
0: Z- Zach print doesn't put enough of him in, so we have to well, put him in on our show. Well,
3: was Wednesday, I should say. Well, we're talking with Andy Fleck here. Yeah, from, Andy. Uh, we should Anonymous say hi English. to him. We should acknowledge him. Just Well, the Golden Eagles took an L against Providence Friars the
0: other night. You think right. everybody's going to notice this now? Who listens to our show? Well, that's a good every question. time.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wheel. Andy, maybe, welcome in. Andy's he's a big friend, a uh, big fan of Ronald Reagan. Could be, could be. Hi, Andy.
1: <laughs> hey there, guys.
3: Sorry, we get off track once in a while. So was uh, Tuesday's game. I should say more of a Marquette loss uh, than than a rather a Providence win. And I know couple of upsets last night again, so maybe it's just the Big East. Is this going to beat the living tar out of each other this year?
1: Yeah, it certainly seems like that, huh? Um, I definitely had it saddled as a Marquette loss uh, out of Tuesday night's performance. Um, and in the post uh radio appearance, um, Shaka Smart pinned it on, like, we did a lot of stuff that we should do on defense. And if you look at, like, what Providence was – what their offensive numbers look like at the end of the game, he's not wrong. But you can't win a ballgame in the Big East, generally speaking, only by scoring 57 points. Marquette just did not have it on the offensive end. Um, my big thing was like they just kept making silly mistakes over and over. It, the Marquette is not a team that makes a lot of mistakes in general, especially turnovers. And that just kept burning them over and over and over. By the time they maybe really settled down, like the game was already out of control. They were down big late in the second half.
0: Do you think, um, and I know we're living in the Matrix here a little bit, but if Stevie Mitchell would have played in that game, you know, I I can't remember if it was Kolak or who was talking about him post game, but talks about everything that he does, and he doesn't really need the ball. Like he gets the ball, he dishes Mm -hmm. the ball. He gets the ball, he slashes to the rim and opens everything up. You know, he's not a ball dominant player in order to be successful. Had he been out there, not only for the offense I just talked about, you think about what he could have done on defense, would Marquette have actually won that game at full strength?
1: Uh, I definitely think it's possible. Uh, if you look at what they did as far as the rotations go, um, partially because um, they were short-handed um, with Stevie being out, and then Chase Ross turned his ankle late in the first half. Um, you know, I don't think anybody was really expecting to see 12 minutes of Trey Norman in that game, um, and he would have played played more if he hadn't fouled out in 12 minutes.
0: Stuff to um, do.
1: Because it's, it's, not, it's not helpful, really. I mean, I'm sure they told him, look, we don't care. you just got to defend uh, just because we need something out there. Um, I, I think it's definitely likely that if they had Stevie on the defensive end, they could have cranked it up, uh, the, the pressure a little bit harder. That might have made Providence a little bit more uncomfortable in their own building. And if they get uncomfortable on one end, then maybe they get uncomfortable on the other end. Devin Carter definitely did not seem uncomfortable at any point. Ah, uh, shooting five and nine from behind the three-point line, same for ticket games. Nobody was expecting a big game from him. He knocked down five of his uh, five three-pointers of his own. Um, if you can make him uncomfortable, and then you can uh, get some of those slashes, like you were saying from Stevie, just like the real simple plays he makes. Nothing complicated. Just getting to the rim, catching a pass, pass from him, whether it's Gadaro or Kolick. You know, that's a couple of buckets here or there. Maybe then Marquette doesn't get otherwise.
3: Is David Joplin playing at a level you expected?
1: Uh, so, okay, so I think he's taken the steps he's needed to take as a starter on the defensive end. Uh, through his first two years, he was never um, really acknowledged for being a defensive-minded player. Nothing against what he was doing. It's just that's not what his job was. As a freshman, it was just to fit in and hit shots, and he kind of struggled with that. Last year, it was definitely more as a, uh, as a spark plug, as a firework off the bench. And he did that really well. Um, Now he's got to play big minutes, which means he's got to play defense. He's got to fit into that role left open by uh, Prosper, leaving the team, going to the NBA. And that's worked out. It does not seem like his offense has come together the way that anybody would have wanted to hope it would. Um, Just by jumping his minutes up, it seems like he should be producing more. And it's just not coming together. Some of it's he's struggling shooting the ball. Uh, Some of it just seems like he doesn't, I don't know, if it's confidence or he's starting to press harder or what have you. Uh, But it's definitely not where I thought it would be. He's not supposed to be the number one option, but it feels like he could be definitely doing more.
0: Andy Fleck from Anonymous Eagle joining the show with Leo and Bulky today. Nine minutes until the top of the hour. You follow Andy on Twitter at BrewtownAndy. Make sure you're following Anonymous Eagle at Anonymous Eagle on the X. And, of course, AnonymousEagle.com, your home for all sports at Marquette University is where you go there. Uh, the, the Chase Ross thing, I want to get back to it real quick. He went to the locker room during that Providence game. He did come back into the game, but obviously his statistical output probably showed that he was hurting and not playing at his uh, full self uh, the you know peak of his powers. When you consider that adrenaline was probably carrying him throughout the the game, and that the swelling on the ankle probably went up the next morning or even after the game, how serious is it, uh, of an injury do you think this is? Have we heard anything more about it? I know college it's it's pretty tight lipped for for injuries, but certainly it would stink if Mitchell is still recovering to now lose Chase Ross for a period of time too.
1: Yep, absolutely. Uh, and you're you're probably right. It's one of those things where like. He luckily, quote-unquote, uh, luckily got hurt right at the end of the half so like, everybody could just go to the locker room, like get his shoe off, immediately tape it up, and get him back out there. Like The Fox Sports crew did a really great job of getting a close-up on his ankle. You could see that it was heavily taped immediately. Um, he kind of had to stumble really uh, early on in the second half, so if he was feeling okay from whatever the training crew did with him, um, that probably re-aggravated it a little bit worse even. Um, If you're of the uh, analytical minds of KenPom.com, for example, he had an offensive rating of 18 in the game, and 100 is an average performance. He was not good, and it was mostly speaking, I presume, the ankle that was getting him there. If he's not able to go uh, tomorrow night against Georgetown, that's definitely a problem for Marquette. Um, they're just getting more and more shorthanded. They went got through last year with basically no injury troubles whatsoever. Now we have got Stevie out, he might be out, uh, Chase might be out here. Tyler Kolak had that ankle injury that we thought was might going to be a problem earlier this season. All of a sudden he was never missed time, really. Uh, so maybe the training staff just really knows how to deal with ankles and he'll be okay.
0: Andy, the the other thing too uh, I want to talk about, and this I think something that Chaka Smart talked about, referencing that post game uh, radio interview, which you heard right here on the score, by the way. Um- The physicality, you know, Providence was really physical. Shaka Smart said, you know, these these games are not easy to officiate when when you know you're playing a team as physical as Providence is, and quite frankly, in the Big East, they're all physical. But this was something that we talked about last year of Marquette not being a physical team, and they kind of didn't rise to the challenge Tuesday night. Is this at all concerning uh, for you this year when you look at the physicality and the muscle that that Marquette did not bring to the table when Providence, um, you know, brought it against them? I, I think the the counter argument to this is, you know, just what I said. We heard this last year, and look how Marquette finished. So maybe it's not as big of a deal. How do you weigh in on this?
1: So the first part is that I don't worry too much about it because the big scorers on the team, Tyler Kolick and Cam Jones do a lot of their work either a behind the arc so you don't need to worry about physicality there or B getting space going to the rim with Kolik it's he's, he does a lot of stopping and spinning uh, with cam Jones it's just he's sliding past people and getting uh, those uh, really high English shots off the backboard spinning it into the back into the rim um, to a certain extent Marquette doesn't worry about Physic have to worry about physicality because they get a lot of stuff going at the rim without trying to create contact. They're not a very good team in terms of getting to the line very often because they're just trying to get good cuts that never result in contact. You're trying to mislead the defense and get them looking the wrong way, that kind of thing. So when Providence cranks up the defense uh, and gets a little bit more physical with you, Sometimes those cuts get a little bit harder, you know, just a little bit of a bump and a nudge. Nothing that's going to get called for a foul, even nothing that's a rule book foul. All of a sudden those cuts are, you know, one second slow and they're not as open. And that's where you start getting the problem. Um, I don't think we're ever going to see Marquette try to really bang around inside real heavily, not with this team, not with this lineup. Um, But if they can't figure out ways to get open cuts and good cuts and spacing that they need to make this offense work, that's definitely going to be a problem.
3: Andy, tell us why Marquette's going to get even in the Big East Conference by winning against Georgetown tomorrow night.
1: So I think it's going to come down to this is it's it's a weird situation Marquette has with their schedule where they have started playing a Providence team that's not a Ned Cooley team anymore. And then their next game is a Georgetown team that is an Ed Cooley team. Uh, their stat profile very much looks like Ed Cooley's teams uh, at Providence. Uh, the same like strengths and weaknesses. Um, the only difference is is that the weaknesses are a little bit bigger because they're not very good, and their strengths aren't as strong because they're not very good. Um, They've gotten uh, um, Ismail Massoud back in the lineup in the last couple of games. That's good. Jaden Epps missed a couple of games. He, he was back in the lineup on Tuesday night against Butler. Um, they gave Butler, I don't want to say a hard time. Butler's had a good season so far. Um, but they were kind of playing right with Butler most of that game. If Marquette doesn't take the right lesson out of the Providence game, if they don't get their head screwed on straight after taking that uh, 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 that big of a loss, Georgetown can come after them, but at the end of the day, if Marquette plays the way they can play, depending on what the lineup looks like, of course, um, and they can limit Georgetown or keep Georgetown within normal Georgetown parameters so far this season, Marquette should be able to win this game relatively easily. I'm not going to you know, predict a gigantic margin of victory. I think if they can win by seven, as long as they win by seven, You know, it's comfortable down the end. They're just dribbling out the clock. No worries. Then everything's gone right according to plan, as far as I'm concerned
0: everything always goes right according to plan on this show when Andy Fleck stops by to talk a little Marquette Golden Eagles basketball we will have that game for you on the score tomorrow night Marquette and Georgetown taking uh taking each other on in a big East battle Marquette trying to get back to even in the Big East Andy Fleck at brewtown Andy at anonymous Eagle anonymouseagle.com thank you so much for hopping aboard we hope you have a fantastic holiday weekend enjoy the game tomorrow we'll talk with you again a week from today All right, sounds good. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, Andy. Thank you so much for hopping aboard. That is Andy Fleck from Anonymous Eagle, eagle AnonymousEagle.com. Guests on The Score are brought to you by Fleet Farm. Visit FleetFarm.com, Fleet Farm, built for real life. It's very important that you stick around for the second hour of the show for three reasons. One, obviously it's important to stick around for the second hour of the show every single day. Number two, we have a visual element to Football Daily. Oh, Coming visual up, a visual element which I will be putting out on our X account before, prior to discussing it because I think words are fine but you sort of have to see the photo of what Whoa. I'm talking about in order to grasp the scope of how big things are in Texas. Okay. And the third reason is you're going to hear a music gaff.
3: Now Whoa, it's not a, music a gaffe. it's not a gaff
0: yet, but this is the first part of the gaff here. This is the Lemonheads.
3: Yes, I have this Vinyl, CD, and uh, digital copy in my iTunes. The drummer for the Lemonheads in 1995
0: when he took over is Emmett Jefferson Murphy III, a.k.a. Patrick Murphy, a.k.a. Murph. Hey, Murph. He is celebrating a birthday today. Murph is um, 59 years old. And this is a cover of Simon and Garfunkel's Mrs. Robinson. It's one of the Lemonhead's most successful singles in the early 90s. Good tune. Leo likes it. I, I love like it. it. I the love American it. people like it. So we're playing it out today to celebrate Murph's 59th birthday. And I
3: want you to remember that as we get into the second hour. We have a new Aaron in the 920 because we already have an Aaron in Oshkosh. Spelled differently. Yes. But he, uh, which also is a visual element. To that. Yes, <laughs> our listeners can't see the. No, they cannot. Different. He wants to know what the gift is, and then Hop, of course, checking in, and uh, a new brand manager. <laughs> <laughs> That's BJ's gift to us. He's resigning. Is that Alex laughing? Uh, I don't think you could wrap that up. <laughs> I don't think you could wrap that up. <laughs> Great stuff from the texters as usual. Let's step out for a, a short timeout. When we come back, uh, hour two. We'll be here. And like I said, Leo, three reasons to stick around. I can't emphasize it enough. You definitely
0: do not not want to miss our number two. Oh, and then the so really four with the gift. With the, the gift? gift opening when Alex well, pops then, in.
3: And then five, uh, craft beer indie bears. <laughs> yes, that's another one. Well then there's six, too. <laughs> it's countless reasons. <laughs> countless. Don't go anywhere, we'll be right back.
1: woo woo What's that you say? This is Robinson. Joe and Joe has left and gone away. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey.